0: the world's a stage and all the men and women, merely players. They have the entrances and the exits and one man in his lifetime plays many parts. Hello everybody, welcome to 2023. My name is Quincy Gis, the host and creator of Game Changers. You know, today's guest is a young lady who has theatre at heart. My initial quote was by the world's most famous Playwright William Shakespeare, and it spoke about the world and compared it to a stage, compared life to a stage, and compared the men and women who take part in life to players. My guest today is a major player in St. Lucia's theatre scene. Her name is Hazan Louis, and I am so excited to introduce her to you. Hello, Hazan, how are you doing?
1: I'm good. I'm good. What's up? What's popping?
0: <laughs> I'm great. I'm great. I, I like that energy, man. I like that energy. Let's keep it so for the entire interview.
1: Yes, sir. Let's bring it.
0: <laughs> All right. That's good. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. So tell the people a little bit about yourself to begin with.
1: All right. My name is Hezan Louis. I'm a theater practitioner. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a teacher at the St. Joseph's Convent, theatre arts and business. Um, I'm a writer, a director, creative director. I'm also a social media marketer.
0: Wow, that, that sounds like a lot.
1: It can be. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, okay. Pretty interesting. Now you said you're a theatre arts practitioner. That that sounds like a complicated word. Tell me what that means.
1: All right. So it simply means somebody that practices theater. Uh, So I do plays, I do acting, directing. Um, I would also like to say I'm a cultural practitioner because I particularly like cultural traditions and incorporate it into the work that I do.
0: Ah, lovely. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Okay, so how long have you been doing this? I mean, the theater side, not the ten thousand other things that you do. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um. Okay, so I've been doing theater from since school. So okay. from since I was introduced to it at um, high school. Mm-hmm. However, sad to say that I take a break from theater. So I okay. did take a break from theater on a two to three year break i wasn't performing i wasn't in any place i wasn't i was i was not involved not even semi-involved in the creative industry just mm-hmm. to um complete my degree so when i was done with my degree that's when i didn't really think about going back into theater but somehow theater just drew me back into it so as soon as I was done with my degree, the opportunity came and I just got back into theater. So I think something, when something's for you, it just it just comes back.
0: Lovely, lovely. You know, I always say that that your gift and your passion would find you. You know, even if yes, you leave behind. What
1: it behind. That's, that's what happened. That's exactly what happened.
0: I love that. That's beautiful. Okay, so. It, your passion found you again, but when did you decide to take this thing seriously?
1: Okay, so when I left school, that's before I took the break. Mm-hmm. I immediately joined a the theatre company. All right, so from then, you could say that I took it seriously. That's before I took I took the break. Right, so I joined a theatre company as soon as I left school. I was heavily involved in masquerade, traditional masquerade, and then I started doing plays. That's before I took the break. So I would say that I took it as soon as I left
0: school. Oh, that's pretty interesting. So you took the break while you were serious about it.
1: (laughs) I was serious about it, and then I realized I realized that I need to go for my first degree. Okay. So in order. I had to make some sacrifices.
0: Got you, got you. Now you said that you are a marketer and I know that your background is in marketing. Um, outside being a marketer on social media, how does your degree help you become a better theater practitioner? Like how does that connect? Okay.
1: So I do use the skills that I learned in my degree in what I'm doing in theatre. So marketing always finds its way in whatever industry or in whatever world that you're involved in. So in my mm-hmm. creative industry, I use my skills to um to market the brand, to market the youth and arts company that I work with. Um for those people that are not really into social media or social media savvy in the group, I would take control of that aspect of it for theater so every so somehow marketing involves itself with anything that you do
0: got you got you so so you're the mouthpiece for the group then
1: hmm. I would say that yes
0: <laughs> being a mouthpiece is not a bad thing eh? I'm just letting you know. Right. Okay, so being a marketer in this group, um, what type of role exactly do you play? So, like, what type of things that would you do in particular for the group outside of like doing the social media? Would you do like flyers and these things, or do you leave it for other people as well
1: um i contact other people so there's people okay. i know um, for example benny give any a little shout out there he does my graphics for me for when i have plays and stuff like that so i work with other people as well because i find myself um doing too much at a certain point so to manage the group to direct to write and then to be doing the social media as well, no, I would need some more assistance with that. So,
0: I see, I see. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Game Changers proudly supports kids' health creative. A publishing house encouraging children ages 4 to 12 to live healthy lifestyles all while having good, clean fun. Get their latest book, Be Smart, at 10% off when you use promo code QUINST at checkout. That's Q U I N N S T at checkout. Get yours today. Hello, everybody. I hope you're enjoying the episode. This episode was made possible through a platform called Riverside FM. It's a platform that I've grown to love and it really does justice to creators. Unlike Zoom or other platforms, it records content locally and then uploads it to the cloud. So you have a seamless video. If you are a creator and looking to get into this space, this is the platform for you. Click the link down below to get started today. Have you gotten your official Game Changers merch yet? If not, what are you waiting for? Get yourself a hip trendy t shirt or hoodie that is sure to turn heads. T shirts only cost $55 EC and hoodies go for $120 EC. Highlight your inner Game Changer. Get yours today. I know that you are a writer and a well a playwright take me behind your writing mm-hmm. process like what is that like
1: um my writing process okay so like i would say to my students um when you're writing a piece it has to stem from an idea or something that you want to bring across okay. to an audience right something that is relevant that particular time right so i do not just write a piece for writing sake it needs to be some sort of theme that you're after that needs to come across to an o- a relevant audience so when i'm writing a piece i look at um not only internal um ideas but external ideas as well so what are we going through at the moment as a society what am i going through not just personally but what is affecting other people and what message do you think that other people need to hear at the moment
0: lovely lovely interesting so that's
1: really where i get my, my writing so okay so how do you then choose
0: who i guess your, your audience how do you choose your audience?
1: Well, sometimes the audience chooses itself because there are particular people in St. Lucia that gravitate to theatre. Right. (laughs) So it's, it's... The audience chooses itself.
0: Interesting. Interesting. I like that. Pretty interesting. Okay, so... I said that you are a playwright and recently, on October 22nd, um you had a play that was your personal production. First of all, tell us the name of that play and what was that experience like?
1: Okay, so it was on October 2nd. Um, the name of the play is uh-huh. Boy, which means in Creole, in our Creole, um, what I'm okay. celebrating. So like I said before, when I'm writing a piece, I look at the relevance of mm-hmm. time, right? So that was, actually, interestingly, that was actually my first play that I I right. directed and wrote that was produced, right? It wasn't produced by me, it was produced by the Umbrella Company that is doing ah, arts. Okay. So I directed um, my co-director, Modi Kogis, and... Um that it was a very, very, very rewarding experience. So, what was relevant at the time is um we did it around Creole celebrations, so around Junior Creole. So it was a play that incorporated a lot of our old traditions: masquerade, storytelling, stick fighting, even. And the overall message of the play was to not let our traditions die and to remember why we celebrate it every year at Creole or during the Creole month. So that was the theme that I came up, I, that I wanted to portray to the nice. audience. Nice, beautiful. So I'm seeing that what, what you said was
0: true, right? So you look at your relevance first, the, the relevance being quail. Yes. And then bring it out in your play.
1: Yes. Yes. Was the
0: play entirely in Creole or, or was it a mix?
1: Mm -mm, no so a strategy a strategy that i used in my writing i also wanted it to be a means for an audience to actually learn the language as well so one person spoke entirely creole and then there was another character that i made that could be um kind of ignorant to the language and always ask okay so what does that mean Kind to leave a translation kind uh, in the play. That's very creative. It created that sort of <laughs> thank you, thank you. I
0: love that. Wow, wow. Alright, so I'm I'm guessing that well, you said that it was a success. What was the turnout like?
1: Yes, I believe it was a success. Um it was um our first ever brunch inclusive mm. play. So, we expected, or uh, we expected for about 200 people, and we did make that. Lovely, Right? So, we had it at the Lucian and the place was filled. Yeah,
0: Lucians like to fill their like belly, in any case, eh? Uh, let's just put it out there. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so that and the play, magic right. made it, even. hmm <laughs> All right, all right. Okay, so, outside of culture being your inspiration, I know creatives like yourself are inspired by people as well. Who in particular inspires you?
1: Okay, so my biggest inspiration would have to be Danielle Dubois. She was my first um, lecturer. She was my first teacher, my first theater arts teacher. And she was the one that really inspired me to take theater seriously in St. Lucia. Oh, lovely. So she's doing big things. She has, um, she has GoPro Rehabilitation. That's another place she has come I real saw that. soon. So I've seen you, and I'm, I'm like, okay, so this, this has hope in St. Lucia. You know, I can do something too.
0: I like that a lot. And, you know, it, it's always important to give our teachers flowers. You know, because I, I believe that...
1: Big time.
0: They are probably, not not probably, they are the most important people in our society. You know, without them, I mean, we are mm-hmm. nothing. So, big up Ms. Zubo one time. <laughs> agreed. <laughs> for sure. That's for right. For sure. <laughs> Okay, so we're quickly moving along to our quick hitters section of the interview. Now, this section is intended to go by very quickly. So give your answers as quickly as possible. All right. So my first question is, what are your top three plays of all time?
1: Okay, so my top three plays. Um, first one would have to be let me start with a local one, Roderick Walcott's The Legend of Tom Fool.
0: All right.
1: Uh, second one would have to be Um Straight Out of Trinidad by Zenobi Constance, um, My Father's Child. Um I right. actually really like it because it's about it's it's the cast and the characters are young children talking about serious topics like incest and Yes, so it's really deep and wow. it's coming out from a child or through the eyes of children. Um, and my third play, let me, let me see from them. <laughs> mine, <laughs> I mean, uh, yes, it. go ahead. I have to give myself my flowers. Go too. ahead. Go ahead. Every play is mine.
0: <laughs> I love that. I love that, you know. Um. I, I'm kind of taken aback, you know, because I, I'm kind of a, a little biased. Like, like my personal favorite play of all time is Hamilton. Does it fit anywhere in your in your top five or top three?
1: True. That's true. No? I, wanted, I wanted to say that as well. If we go in international and looking at the grand right. of things, yes, Hamilton is
0: okay. Good. You make me feel better now. You make you yeah. make me feel better. Yeah. <laughs> All right, great. Okay. So my second quick hitter question. What type of music does Hazan like to listen to?
1: I I love all genres of music. Straight up from country and western to calypso. I love calypso. To soca. To pop. To R&B. I love old school R&B. I listen to all genres. My friends are very upset okay. I to country and western as much as I do, but I listen to every <laughs> genre of music.
0: Right. Okay. Very interesting. So you're all around. Just like me, you know? I mean, I'm not so big on the country either, mm-hmm. but I listen to all music as well. Oh,
1: no, I love country. So, yeah. <laughs> I
0: like that. I like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, and my final quick eater question to you Who would you like to see on Game Changers?
1: Monique Ogis.
0: Okay, you, you could expound on that a little bit. Right, she, Why would you like to see her? She was
1: my co director, and she has also written very good plays. In fact, I should have mentioned that as one of my favorite plays. She has a play that went as far as Carrie Fester and represented St. Lucia on original scale.
0: Wow. Yes. Yeah,
1: so, and she, I also got, as much as she's the same age with me, and she's my friend, and she's my colleague, I also get a lot of info from her, because she's awesomely, and she's amazingly ta- talented.
0: Beautiful, beautiful. So, you'll help us get Monique on here.
1: Yes, I'll reach to her.
0: Great, great. I'm looking forward to that. 100%.
1: Okay, so we're moving
0: on to the next three questions. Next three questions in the interview. Mm -hmm. My next question is, what would you like to see done for the arts in St. Lucia in particular?
1: Okay, I would love to see a better theater space the cultural center okay okay the cultural center is okay but I would like to <laughs> a more developed theater space in St. Lucia and also maybe a school right. for arts
0: absolutely mm-hmm. I'm 100% there with you mm-hmm. you know I've always dreamt of you know I was I studied in Trinidad Mm-hmm. And I looked at their cultural center, mm-hmm. and it's it's so many miles ahead of ours. Mm-hmm. So I, I want us to, you know, get to that level eventually. Mm-hmm. And that School of Arts, yeah, that's a great idea as well. You know, I never even thought that far. Wow. But yes, to encourage people, encourage creatives like the two of us, mm-hmm. we should have something like that. I love that. Great. All right, so somebody's watching or listening to this interview, and wants to get in contact with Hazan. Mm. They want to learn more about theater art. They want to maybe patronize your next play. Mm. How can somebody get in contact with you?
1: Um, they can. Most people contact me via IG or Twitter. Okay. I have a big following on mostly on Twitter. Um, I wouldn't say on IG as yet, but most people contact via social media. All
0: right, so give the handles.
1: Okay, so my Instagram is Hazan H-A-Y-Z-A-N. X-O, I believe. Um, <laughs> uh, my <laughs> my Twitter um is spelled a little differently. It's H A E Z A N, so underscore H A E Z A N. Um, I don't really use Facebook that much, so yeah, that's it. Okay, IG and Twitter that people would most likely contact me on, ask me questions. Um, I'm very welcoming, so don't be afraid. <laughs> but yeah, great,
0: and we'll leave the links down below, yeah, so people can reach out to you if they want to,
1: mm-hmm.
0: All right okay so my question before the last one Mm -hmm. what advice would you give somebody who wants to become just like you Mm -hmm. who somebody who wants to get involved in theater or just wants to become an upstanding young person in society okay what would you say to that person
1: don't ever ignore your passion and don't ever doubt yourself you can be your biggest hater and your biggest demotivator. That's true. Always, Absolutely. Have faith in yourself. Just go for it. Literally, hate to talk just go life, for it, but just do it. <laughs>
0: great, great. It's a good slogan. I guess that's why they picked it. Mm-hmm. So uh, beautiful. I love that. And my final question to you, Asan. What do you see yourself in the next five years?
1: Who I actually hate these questions because, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. So personally, a lot has changed for me in less than a year. So to say where I'll be in five years when I don't even, I never imagined myself here last year, I, I just can't. Honestly, I can't. <laughs> I can't. Because the okay is so quickly. Okay, well,
0: Lena, what do you wish to be in the next five years?
1: All right, I hope to see myself starting off um, a theater pub, right? It's actually a dream of mine to have um, some sort of creative outlet in St. Lucia. So, for example, a place where you can go on Monday night to hear some spoken word, on Tuesday night to do some improv um, for those of you who don't know, improvisation acting without a script. The audience can give the members, the cast members, a stimulus, an object, a topic, and they just act off the bat. But something more than just yeah, what are you doing tonight? Yeah, let me go buy a bar type of vibe to happen. Right, that's my dream actually. So I would like to start lovely start in that venture.
0: Yes, and I believe with your skills with your knowledge and most importantly with your passion I think you can definitely achieve that I hope I am looking forward to it
1: fingers. I'm
0: looking forward to patronizing
1: thank you I appreciate
0: it alright yes yes 100% mm-hmm. okay Zan, so we have reached the end of this interview mm-hmm. and to thank you for coming on and to ask you to continue being yourself First of all, you are an amazing person. Yay! And (laughs) I hope you continue being you. Thank you. All right, all right. Guys, this has been yet another episode of Game Changers. I do thank you guys for taking the time to listen. As usual, stay hungry, and I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.